0: Are endless, And there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at PowderHook.com. That's PowderHook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hey, is Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and
1: Meredith for the best fish in action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.
2: River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bauer and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. How'd you land on hiking? Did we? Did I ask you that yet? Like, you're going hiking. Yeah. What compelled you to go hiking? Well, we have. Because, do you hike any other time? Uh, I, I don't would know if like to, but someone else doesn't physique. want to. I, I have. <laughs> it's beautiful. Built, built for hiking. Yeah. <laughs> it's built for sitting in a boat. Um. <laughs> oh. But why Like why hiking today?
3: Because we had to be in Grimes last night, and we figured with two-hour drive.
2: No, but there's a million things you can do over in this true. area. And we could just, have
3: went flathead fishing.
2: And you're like, I'm going to go hiking.
3: We really like camping and backpacking type camping. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just was trying to figure out things to do while we were in the area and I saw ledges never been there heard good things mm. it's awesome but That's then obviously it's hiking so it just kind yeah. of yeah i well, had to do a lot of persuasion <laughs> For someone to go, really. but...
4: Well, half of hiking is great, because half of hiking is downhill. The other <laughs> half <is> sucks. <laughs> she, wrote, she wrote me in with... Uh, There's a stream. Yeah, you get to play in the
1: stream. Yes, my kids play in it
4: all the time. We we usually go six, seven times a year. Nice. It's, well, apparently it's, it's flooded right now, so... That's the best part. Okay. Because then the cars drive over it, and it splashes the kids, and they love it. Awesome. I bet
2: it's not as bad as...
3: I think they're just precautioning everybody yeah but yeah
2: better safe than sorry yeah. on their end it's a no big know. problem for a couple
1: outdoor experts like us <laughs> that's right just bring a snorkel
4: It'll
2: we are. Right. we know just <laughs> enough
4: to
1: get ourselves in trouble yes that's usually where that road leads <clears throat> now if it was up to me and it was yeah staying at mr
2: river Certified. had a
3: flathead and, fish last night
2: and today it, it was, smelled like flatheads last night it did mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was some fish got caught by somebody last night.
5: Yeah. Just not us. us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, None well,
2: of us. Uh, Jason Hamilton, I uh,
1: saw he he caught a pretty big one last night. Did uh, he? Yeah, yeah, I saw it on a story. I mean, so. we could still nice. go out
3: tonight.
2: Oh, I'm going. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you just have to pick us up at the canyon somewhere.
2: I won't be on that stretch. Wow. You're camping a long ways from where I'm going to be. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I might be where Jason Hamilton is yeah. tonight. It, yeah.
1: I figure one weekend out of the year, I could probably...
2: I know where he's something. at. I might just go tie my boat up to <laughs> his. <We'll see. laughs> A little bumper pad in between. <laughs> How's it yeah. going, man? That's one thing, uh, you know, like people have their fancy boats and they got the boat bumpers. No. I don't see any need for boat bumpers <laughs> on mine. I'm... Rubbing's raising. Yeah. <laughs> I take
1: boat bumpers in the John boat with us.
2: Do I, have, I have boat bumpers in and the John boat. Do you tie, like, what do you tie it up to? There's no docks out on the river. <laughs>
1: When we float yeah. like Bodies, all of our yeah. friends, yeah, oh, go down the Iowa. Go down the Iowa and uh, like just last weekend, I was on a bachelor party.
2: How uh, many trees do you bounce off when you do that? I just use like a trolling, every five. I minutes. use the little trolling motor, a little
1: tiller, uh, the old prowlers oh it's yeah, my, my got got the john boat for my grandpa and so vintage oh yeah yeah but it's got 30 it's got 30 pound thrust on that bad boy <laughs> nice but if I'm the a, battery's charged yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it has I, the zero well, percent. it yeah i just put a brand new uh so we got new trolling motor for our our deep v and
2: i'm just imagining you guys floating down the river tied a bunch of boats tied together, bouncing off every tree every, like, well, two minutes. You start, nope, you, the, just, you start the motors and yeah, one back guy up will
3: a little bit. and steer and, yeah.
2: But the river up by, uh, I'm sure it's fine. This no, is just there's my imagination. All kinds of trees. Okay. There, the Iowa River yeah. by us
1: is mm-hmm. littered
3: with And there's so usually my never water, so it's kind of, when you do get to do this, it's a treat to, like, otherwise you're scared. You
2: don't you have plenty of water right now? Not mm-hmm. really. I mean, it's mid
1: Mid depth, yeah, you know, six to eight foot. You know, and then you'll get your.
2: That's twelve foot holes. That's so. plenty of water. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's right our hole. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking like yeah. six. You said six to eight foot. I'm like, so the holes are six to eight foot, and it's yeah. six to eight inches. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's kind of what we're used
2: to. What do you uh do? You guys have any big trips this summer? Last summer you went on a pile of them, but it's like is gas keeping you at home or are you still going a little
1: bit
3: yeah we're, yeah we're still we're not gonna let anybody stop us but we do have to you say, cut back <laughs> but are,
2: are you, are, are you but inferring are. that somebody is responsible for the gas prices uh, the mean, man the man yeah the man <laughs> stick it to the man Bound, not gonna let the man hold you back. <laughs> the establishment <laughs> i will fish down. no matter what you do you're going to um, go to the Missouri. We were talking about that. Anything else? Yep. We'll
3: do the Missouri. We're supposed to go up to um, the Lacrosse area mm-hmm. for a flathead trip, camping trip.
5: Flathead, also, camp.
2: Yeah, yep, flathead, flathead camp. Yep, flathead camp yeah. with our
3: friends Devin and Derek. And then...
2: You'd keep me in the loop on that. I'm not saying I can, but I'm not saying I can't. And <laughs> Ooh, I know there's good flathead fishing like up there. Yeah. If we can catch them.
1: Man, oh man, god you'll do all right with your expertise
3: whoa <laughs>
2: <laughs> i just do it a lot that doesn't make make you good you know if you leave a yeah. bait in the water long yeah. enough you're bound to catch one one would think that <laughs> <laughs> i prefer
1: the dumb ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah doing that uh, um we were supposed to go to i think it was like this weekend yeah uh island royale clear up and you were Lake. gonna go there mm-hmm.
2: yeah was it jeremy is that where jeremy went were you you here for Jeremy? You were here for Jeremy's podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that oh, where he went hiking?
4: Yeah. Oh yes,
2: yeah, yes, it was.
4: Ooh, you yes. could go hiking.
5: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Apparently, <laughs> that's the prequel. Today. That's it. That's a big deal. Like people just hike around the entire island, like start and just on the edge of the whole way. It's like yeah. fifteen miles or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, we were pretty excited about that. We're going to go with uh, the Northwoods Angling guys. Yeah. Uh, um calls you gotta, and P, its like sixty miles. I yeah, think you got to go and
3: that one—the gas shut us yeah. down because we would need. Well, what was it like eight hours up there? Yeah, but then
1: mm-hmm. it was gonna be like six hundred something dollars in just and gas fuel, but,
2: but all, all
3: the boat, boat gas. And I
2: spent two thousand dollars in gas when I went to Florida.
3: That's what it would have been. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> to get there and back and then now gas is another $1.50 more yeah but you didn't have to ice fish so oh it was worth it <laughs> <laughs> <It's> true <laughs> i'm
4: going back i'm not complaining i'm just <laughs> just you know, hoping the wind is at your back just the throwing the number out there
2: yeah. so everyone can understand where i'm coming from <laughs> yeah
1: yep but yeah no and then uh, <clears throat> we're doing a uh, we'll be in Colorado going to Colorado for a uh, ATV trip
3: yeah, um, it's absolute blast. We will, we'll like take fun. the ice rod yeah. so we can yeah. catch trout in the streams and stuff, and
2: we freeze uh, them and bring them back for bait.
3: Oh, we're gonna eat them. Probably right eat then them. There. Do you like
2: trout? Mm-hmm.
1: It's pretty good. And we went there.
2: That's the, fish, the one or fish. Or no, the trout and paddlefish. If I never eat another trout and never eat another paddlefish, yeah, I'll, we don't I'll don't die happy. Or really. Like the, I thought it was
1: good, but the paddle but, paddlefish is just nasty. That's it's nastiest chunk of meat in this I'll, I'll eat possum over paddlefish well you Whoa. It. Yeah. i'm just okay. saying i'm just saying
2: if i never eat it again i'll be happy yeah if i i will eat it yeah now it's i just, will
1: say smoked uh the, when i smoked it um it was, it was pretty good
2: it i can eat it that way gotcha
1: and then especially turned into like a fish dip
2: Okay. Like, mm-hmm. kinds of, like. So if you get the flavor of the paddlefish out, pretty much. Yeah. If you
5: mask it, if you pull away,
2: And just it. used it for the actual protein content.
3: Make then it's it like not chicken.
5: Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steak. I, you
2: know the most underappreciated freshwater fish for table fare is drum. I've drum heard that. Is, I had drum yesterday.
3: I heard it's very good.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like amazing, amazing. It's just very, it's just flaky white fish, and if you fry it, it tastes like. In, um, you know just generic fish yeah it's not crappy it's, it's not a walleye but cod substitute yeah. it could be that's <laughs> what they're when they catch all the cod and all the well they've already caught all the cod they they fish sticks are they've made got them, of, them all they're, uh, they're I, gone
5: I, I, well, a you joke the cod shit around.
2: goes extinct all the time yeah um no, there's a different fish they use now, and I can't think of the name. But then, then they're going to start commercially <laughs> fishing drum in central Iowa. Really? No, I just made that shit up. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I mean, but I'd w- get on board with it. They're they fine. could definitely be... Are they bony? A little like bit. A, not too bad. Not like a carp
1: or a buffalo or like an Asian carp? Not like a buffalo. Asian carp. Asian carp are if delicious. You, if you pickle but that? But they're so mm. bony. Yeah, we pickled it. Uh, That's quite so a few good. years ago. I would
2: say Asian carp is better than drum, but I would say Asian carp is better than catfish. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: I never had it. Fr- I just had it pickled, so I don't know. Yeah. I There's not
2: a whole lot of flavor to it. I mean, to me, I'm sorry, you walleye
1: guys, but walleye's boring, and literally you just taste the bread. I'm yet.
2: like a big little kid, man. I love the fish <laughs> that doesn't taste <laughs> like anything. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't
1: like fishy fish, but like, so like like catfish people are always like, oh, it's so fishy, and you know if you don't cut the... Like I literally cut them into like little tenders, so I cut all the red meat out. Yeah, like yeah. It. So I end up with literally just two tenders off of each fillet, and that's great. But mm-hmm. you can actually taste that it's fish. I like so. What's your favorite fish? Salmon. Mine too. Yeah, yeah. To eat.
2: Yeah.
1: Probably bluegill. Yeah, it's tough you. to beat.
2: There's a there's a restaurant in Des Moines that sells fried bluegill. <laughs> really? Yeah. The yeah. only one I've ever seen in the entire world. Just happens to be here.
1: Yeah, nice. I would say, yeah, for me it'd be bluegill, crappie, kind of close tie, one, one, two ish, and then then catfish. But
2: crappie stuff to be.
1: It is because yeah. you get a little bit of flavor, but same thing. It's like not fishy and all that. Yeah, my dad
2: is not a big fisherman. He'll go fishing, but he rarely is like, "Hey, let's go fishing." It's usually me telling him, "Hey, let's go fishing." <laughs> we are going. <laughs> and I caught a, uh, a bunch of crappies last spring and. Fried them up for him for breakfast. So we went turkey hunting, and then when turkey hunting was over, we made eggs and fried crappie. And he asked if we could go fishing after. <laughs> <laughs> had that Aww. crappie. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: like, we don't fish for crappie a whole lot. Like my grandpa was big into crappie fishing, and
3: we will for ice fishing. Yeah, ice
1: fishing. They're, they're stuff, so fun. I'm these. not. Mm-hmm. I just don't keep a lot of fish. Like we usually fish. I mean. I can say so hard, but so long that by the time I'm done fishing and we pick up everything and clean up everything, either ice well, fishing or I don't want to clean fish.
2: It's like right, dark. Right.
1: Well, my dad loves crappie. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fish. And every time I'm him, like, you got any crappies? I'm like, no, I, I don't crappie fish. Oh, man, if you got some crappies, that'd be great. I like, <laughs> okay. so finally, we we'll add it me. to the list. Yeah, yeah. finally, uh, end up catching some crappies. And, uh, Where were we at on that this year? Where did we even get those? So many trips, I can't remember. But
2: that's uh, why we were talking about trips because you two <laughs> go on a bunch yeah. of trips. It ended up, yeah, I had a mess
1: of them and, and took him over. And oh yeah, he was like, oh, uh, mom, will, mom will fry those up in the morning, and oh, those would be great. I'm like, well, there's enough. You can split them up. No, I'll just have to make a big mess and <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just eat on them for a couple days. And I don't know when though.
2: you're gonna bring me anymore, so I'm gonna save all the old timers I hear talk want bullheads.
1: I love bullhead.
3: It's one fish, I'm not a. F- it's like the Have paddlefish. Have you eaten it? I, yes. And you don't. It's and just I'll, like a catfish. And I'll. I will eat it. I just don't like the. It, it's different. Like a chewier texture. Type Maybe of it's because I haven't eaten it for a while. It's
2: like a. It.
1: To me, it's like a like a sweet meat.
4: But yeah.
3: also eat it. Like yeah. I mean, it's, if I was gonna is. explain it.
2: I got that 16 incher that I was debating on, but it's definitely gonna be bait. The
4: the smaller ones, I'd say mount it. What you what I have done in the past is you just boil the meat and then dip it in melted butter and it tastes like lobster, for the smaller bullheads, heads.
1: Really?
2: Yeah.
3: Kind of like the like, burbot. Burbot. Yeah. Stuff. Four band like lobster.
2: Yeah. Or? Did you have you ever cleaned one of those? No. They have to be a giant pain in the ass. I don't think so. Or you just got to I mean, kill it. it. Like. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, mean, I see a lot of
1: people. Yeah. Like they put them on ice chests. most of the time when they catch them it's in winter so they just throw them in the ice right that's true but
2: because you can bonk a catfish on the head yep and it's still gonna wiggle when you're flaying it yeah and if that thing's wiggling good luck
1: (laughs) i've only i've only held one we went up uh with uh luke uh luke luke hedges Hinges, hinges,
2: hinges.
1: Yeah, hedges. He took. He took us. <laughs> Luke knows who he is. Uh, <laughs> and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Fish, Fish on, on Luke. Luke. Fish yeah. on Luke. Um, but we went up and and he took us out uh, up there a couple of years ago ice fishing mm-hmm. and uh, it was when that real cold like negative twenty came through like the fishing was just starting to get great up there in the end of february and, and then mother nature the was week, like the week join amy are coming yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. every time it this down. this year we've done pretty good on weather but yeah that it and it just fishing kind of was crap mm-hmm. but we, we caught a couple um i got it off the bucket list so there, reach yeah
2: out one. if anybody's wondering what that weird background noise is <laughs> it's that's our lovely re, dog that's remy the red lab chewing on a chew toy he's she's, getting it she's just loving life right uh, now remember that
1: little tennis ball
2: is it gone,
1: eaten? Well, it's not eaten, but there's about 15 pieces over here. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> now you have more to save. We owe Woody a lot as of far toys. As, as far as th- <laughs> We've been here for, like, maybe eight hours total, and Remy's destroyed. <laughs> I Remy think does six. efficient
2: work. <laughs> you two mostly fish for channel cats, and... I feel like channel cats are pretty underappreciated overall in the channel or catfish Very, community. Yeah. Especially like, the big ones. Why do, people, awesome. why do people not appreciate the channel cats as They don't much? know how to catch big ones.
3: Yes, yeah. exactly. I yeah. truly think that's it. If when, you don't know that they exist or how to do it, then all you think about is just um, little tiny size. little eaters yeah. that you use mm-hmm. stink bait for. I mean, that's, yep. so no one thinks there's any fun in it.
2: But that's most of cat and women yeah. are catching i yeah. mean the majority of the catfish caught in the country mm-hmm. are little channel cats mm-hmm. on sink bait or night crawlers chicken livers mm-hmm. yeah. or yeah. stuff like yes. that and you know a
1: lot of it too guys i think over i mean they all have like their flathead rods their blue cat rods. you know mostly the southern guys like up and here a lot of guys you know channel cat obviously we don't have
2: but there's a pile people of people who channel catfish with like Medium, heavy, and heavy gear, right? And right, but a lot of the guys that, in. yeah, the guys that yeah.
1: underappreciate them, I think, you know, they're using their blue cat rods with eighty pound braid, yeah. So they don't. It's even just see not a, fun. I mean, it's, a bite, yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. like catching a bluegill on a broomstick, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when you switch down to an ultralight, you know, when a big bluegill starts pulling. I mean, the same thing with the channel cat.
2: You match the tackle to the fish, Yep. Yes. yep. Which well,
1: little product drop? That's why the uh, catfish and carp <laughs>
2: well, rods and then are carp. Well, they're awesome. Those yeah, they, they really are. Those mediums. The new Mm -hmm. mediums, the Mm -hmm. Chad Ferguson, whatever. I love those things for river fishing, especially because they're, you know, they make the channel cats even more fun. Mm -hmm. But if you hook a big flathead or something like that, you still got enough, Mm -hmm. you know, power to handle. I
3: feel like we used one surgeon fishing, didn't we?
2: Yeah. We took a medium. Yeah. That's what I, the last time I went up there, that's all I took was mediums. And they were fun. Yeah. They're so much fun. Yep. So what do you, what do you two love about channel cats so much? Like. You fish for them more than any others. What?
3: I mean, it would be the fight,
2: like pound for pound. Mm,
3: yeah. It's but for the bigger ones, obviously. But, but even, like the trophy even fish,
2: pound for pound, they're the hardest fighting catfish. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I
3: agree. Yeah. I do like the fact that um, it was kind of like all species, but there's different ways to fish channel cats, but there's different ways to fish all the catfish. So mm-hmm. it's like you can start off, you know, your shallow water anchoring. Um, and then you can go to, well, we bobbers, but, um, then you turn around you can do your trolling or your drifting, mm-hmm. you can bump for blues, you know, or you bump for channel cats. We yep. actually love doing that. Yep. That's super fun. Um, that's, that makes it a little more exciting if they're only like 10 pounds. Another or, product you know. drop,
2: the catfish and carp bait casters. Correct. Uh, those would be wonderful <laughs> channel yep. cat yep. bumping rods. Yep. yep.
3: Yeah. We took, we went out a couple of years ago when we got those and Ken Ken tested it out that way, mm-hmm. and that that was pretty cool. And
5: yeah,
3: but I don't know. There's just a, and then ice fishing. There's just so many different ways to fish for them, so that keeps us going year round. But then we are really starting to get into just traveling and then finding species to fish. Mm-hmm. So like the yeah. sturgeon and the flatheads and
1: yeah. I'm gonna be honest. For me, it's because there's a whole shit ton of them. Accessibility. Yeah. 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 And I mean that's what we have in our area, and that's where I grew up catching. Mm-hmm um that's what i do. if anybody that.
2: was going to travel to iowa for fishing travel for channel cats yeah yeah like that is the premier fishery of iowa without mm-hmm. yeah. a doubt mm-hmm. maybe hybrid stripers they they're kind of overlooked a little mm-hmm. bit yeah but, there's not uh, a whole but lot of you can
3: find giants. them in every body of water yeah. Channel basically
2: cats? Yeah. Yeah, we're, oh, yeah absolutely otherwise you in might the, go to
3: like clear lake for a uh, a muskie or something like that but mm-hmm. like you know
1: yeah and don't overlook the smaller like what are they county lakes or oh that's lots of know, times those where the have,
3: giants right you know, that's, that's yes. right i mean that's yeah. what
1: i'm saying is like your our channel cap factories don't have the bigger they just got a lot they got a lot yeah you know you're two to well one to i don't know five pounds is you're gonna 20 you know 30 fish a day
2: Yep, yeah and that's gonna be 99 of them are yeah oh maybe two to ten yeah. And then you get over 10, and it's that's like you're you 1% to 5% know, of your kids. Then you got to put in the work. You got to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I'm totally with you. It seems like when you hear about the bruisers that pop up, they're out of some little lake or something you don't hear about. Yeah, mm-hmm. There was about a 10-year period, and I don't know what happened. They seem to have disappeared, but there was – Oodles, not oodles, but any channel cats caught were 15 to 25 pounds. Nice.
3: Wow. Very nice.
2: Yeah. My biggest channel cat was a result of that fishery. I caught a 20 pound Iowa channel cat, and I was pretty proud of that one. Ooh, I have a
3: 25 Iowa channel cat. Well,
2: that's your specialty.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But now I have a 29 pound. That's a freak show. Just throwing that out there. Just,
4: just, just
3: <laughs> His is 30, but it came from another country, so it doesn't count. Yeah, is that Street. really a channel cat? There is. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Canada cat.
2: That's called world class. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. <laughs> I've thought about that. If I were to catch a 30-inch walleye at Lake Erie versus a 30-inch walleye in Iowa, it would not feel the same. It's, or, still, no. it's still pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, but like so, I was down in Tennessee I, and yeah. caught a fifty whatever pound flathead, and I was excited. Mm-hmm. But if I catch a fifty pounder at home, mm-hmm. I'm ecstatic, ecstatic, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Am I the only one who feels that way? No, no, not at all. No.
3: But it's also like not super common either, so it's kind of an elusive yeah,
1: monster.
4: If you yeah. go to Erie and don't catch a thirty inch in your because we about every four years you just I go. And, yeah if you don't get a 30 inch you're kind of let down you're mm-hmm. like oh we only caught 24 up to 28 inches this, this, today mm-hmm. <laughs> but you drove 12
2: hours to catch a 30.
4: yes absolutely right and i think the biggest one i've got a 32 and a quarter and that thing was just it didn't even look like a walleye it
2: mm-hmm. was just huge there is that point where they get so big and they just i mean every fish is like that where they just look different. Yes, they just change. Yeah, wow.
1: that thirty pound one that I caught in Canada—it it looked like a baby seal. Looked like no
2: other channel cat you've ever <laughs> no, caught in your life. Literally, yeah, it
5: was. What like are a, you? It literally looked like a baby seal. That's and crazy.
2: Flatheads have that tipping point. Usually, it's like forty-ish, I'd say, where they start getting the muscles on the top of their head mm-hmm. really developed and. I don't know that their skull structure seems to change a little bit. It's the roids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they look like they're (laughs) on roids. No, they're just old. Old bullheads. You know, there's that point where bullheads just start filling out and Mm -hmm. getting a big head on them. They get the shoulders on them. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And channel cats, for sure, like that. walleyes. But walleyes, like, they almost seem darker. Their heads shape changes. Yeah. I don't know.
4: Creek chubs, same way. Those big creek chubs are pretty cool looking.
2: Well, They got mm-hmm. the, they get
4: the horns on them. And,
2: but those go away. Those come and yeah. go throughout the year. Kind of like channel cats get blubber lips when they're pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they turn oh, into mean a the, blue cat. You mean the, yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say the
1: famous Iowa interior water blue cat. Only catch them in May through mid-July. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Then they spawn and get out of here. And they mm-hmm. go back to their own states.
3: Yep.
4: <laughs>
5: exactly. <laughs>
2: I right, I got a a question for you. <laughs> one if you could you have to fish with one bait for the rest of your life other than shad. I love
5: it. Okay. <laughs> w-
2: what are you going with?
3: Uh, I ooh, are you going first or me?
1: I'm still trying to figure out what i to
3: use. Oh, that's tricky because I feel like I would want either a bluegill or I, want like I have an answer but I came up with this
2: question yesterday and had time to think about it. It, it took me several hours <laughs> for a,
3: a big catfish, fish.
2: for catfish. Yes. Okay. Yep.
3: Oh, for just catfish. Oh, uh, cuz I'm taking like catfish. Yeah. Mm. I,
5: okay.
1: I would have to say probably bluegill just cuz yeah. it's cuz if in it's about live, you can water. still get a flathead or mm-hmm. two.
3: Um you can still get blues. You can, yeah. you
5: can
2: cut up in small pieces and catch yeah. bullheads.
5: I'd I would mean, agree with yeah. that.
2: Suckers for me.
5: Oh. I'd say creek chubs yeah.
2: for me. Yeah. I'm a sucker. <laughs> you are. <that laughs> <you laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, but I think you, you're,
1: ta- you're talking like all across, like like if you were going to travel all across the country and that's all you could use is bluegill, would sucker still be your, your go-to bait? Yeah.
2: I've I've had good luck. I've caught flyheads on live ones. I've caught flyheads on cut ones. Uh, one of the biggest blues I got last winter was on a head chunk from a big red horse sucker. And yeah. I mean, um, I'm a sucker guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Our last trip, it did not
4: go well, but we had some awesome suckers, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> and then I brought them back and threw them in my bait tank, and without thinking, in the bullhead. Bullhead bait to town. Oh. <laughs> they just Whoops. peck them to death and then, until they die. Mm-hmm. Then gunked up your bait tank, and you got to clean everything out. The and... filter on there just kicks ass. Yeah. All I did was clean out the dead ones, and it was clear by the next day. Let's, uh, let's awesome. talk
1: bait tanks for a second. Okay. Yeah. So I had two cat- uh, catastrophes this year. C-
2: catastrophes. Bait tank catastrophes are the worst catastrophes. Yeah, well, yes. so last year
3: I had... Especially when we it's 90 degrees. Yeah, well, I had some big <laughs> bullheads. Like, what is that smell? Oh, yes, yeah. I know what happened. So as soon as you
2: them. open the garage, you can smell the death, <laughs> and then you're like, Our that's thankfully is good. outside. It's, so. it's outside, but... Is it in the shade? We'll get back
1: to that, <laughs> yes, but... So last year... I left bait in there. It's just a big, black, like, like 75 or 100-gallon...
2: You live in the country, so yeah. there's yes. all kinds of things that could happen. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, this was... I'm an idiot, pretty much. Um, <laughs> we so, knew so that. So I had the bullheads. <laughs> Got now. dialed in. I, I, had the, I had the pumps going, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let the bullheads. They, they can survive anything. I thought I only had like two or three in there, maybe. You know, there was like eight, and they were the big ones. like, you know, like you're... 10 inches. yeah so like i I don't want to throw them my pond because we don't have them in there so i'm like i'll just leave it going all winter i'll leave the pump going that so it won't freeze all the way up that was a lie (laughs) Uh, didn't insulate it or anything it's outside underneath of our deck and anyway this spring it all melted or whatever and i'm like oh nothing floating i'm like it'll be all right maybe month went by and then there was a floater I'm like, oh, okay, well, I must have only had one in there. Yeah. Net him out, no big deal. And then I think we left to go somewhere for a while, and it got warm. And I got back, and it just, the water was almost like grayish, sludge, yeah. black. Mm-hmm. And um, I know the, like, exactly <laughs> what you're talking exactly. about. And so there was like a couple floaters, and I'm like, I take the net, and I like scoop. And they had been in the water. They were almost like leather. Like, but they're under the water.
2: By the time you got but, to. So they're
1: like freeze dried. I think what happens is they got freeze dried through the winter because it, it all froze. Mm-hmm. But there was like an air pocket, I think. So anyway, I scooped them out and it was just absolutely horrible. And the water was like blackish gray sludge and cleaned it all out. I'm like, all right. Well, then got into where we were using bluegills in the spring for uh, shallow water fishing. And
5: mm-hmm.
1: I had caught about a dozen to 15, maybe. Put in there, and I had a buddy, Brad. He's like, Oh, I'll go catch some too, and I'll, I'll just put them in there if you don't care. I'm like, Yeah, that's fine. He's like, I'll just, I'll catch like another dozen. Well, apparently he got carried away and put about 30 in there.
2: That's so how big. Like, how big's the tank?
1: Uh, probably like 100 gallon, I will just say. But that's not a bag. crazy amount. No, it's not, but no, but when you pull the pump out of it, thinking there's only like six left in there, yeah, and that was that week when it was 90 something degrees, yep we left right before that okay i pulled the air stone out of there and there was like 30 in there
3: Basically, it was so bad that we didn't even want... We had just planted our garden, too, and we're like, oh, we could use this water to water the garden. Yeah. It was so bad we couldn't even we attempt got home. that. Yeah. I walked around like,
1: the back of the house, and I could instantly smell it, and I knew. Like, the basement smelled
3: like, like it. And <laughs> yeah,
1: and I'm like, okay, there's only going to be, like, six, maybe. I'm like, oh, man, I'll just net them out quick. No, the whole top was covered, and there was a film.
3: Yeah.
2: Like, a
1: greasy uh, film of just death. Bacteria. And, uh,
5: yeah it's it, not good
1: it took me yeah i i got a couple times scooping them out of there and it was absolutely horrible
2: i'm fortunate i haven't had any major like death catastrophes with my bait tank but what i've ran into the biggest problem with there was one year where i went to this i would call it a creek chub wintering hole and it was just stacked with mega sized creek chubs and that was the first thing i put in my bait tank because usually i set it up sometime in april when the lows aren't Below freezing. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, I put 80, 90 of them in there. It was awesome. Used them for cut bait, used them for flathead bait once it started warming up a little Mm -hmm. bit. But the problem is, when you catch fish that are that concentrated, then you get issues with disease transmission. And I got the ick in the bait tank. Um, And I drained that thing and tried to clean it so many times, and it just kept coming back, just kept coming back. And it was, it was an issue the entire year. I would lose at least one bait a day, and they would just slowly die. One bait a day the entire year.
3: And you like bleached it and everything? Or? I bleached
2: the tank, yeah. but the, I'm assuming it got it was in the filter. and the, Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to bleach Scotch-Brite pads. I replaced them and stuff like <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. But, yep.
1: And if one dies, if you don't get it out of there,
2: then, so then they all die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep no it didn't go away fortunately the next year next year it was fine but yeah um here's here you go would you rather only fish with hot dogs for the rest of your life or three-day-old slimy squishy shad that like barely is so soft you can barely keep it on the hook
3: i'd still say shad. shad i don't know it's just one of those where it's like
2: have you ever used hot dogs
3: I mean, probably when I was a kid. Who knows? But I'd be eating it instead. Oh. long so, like, And yeah, it's... But I, I, yeah. then you still have your scent from all the shad. Uh, I, would
1: do, I would do the shad probably just because either, you know, there's different ways. There's companies that make the little netting or you just have yeah. pantyhose mm-hmm. and you can mush it up.
2: Mm-hmm. I would probably also go with the shad, but I will feels... say I have worked channel cats over in farm ponds with hot dogs. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. you probably could have done it with anything, yes. but I had hot dogs and they liked them just fine.
3: I'd, yep. I, yeah i i agree the hot dogs would be just fine but i would have you ever it's for- just that fisherman instinct of you to just stick with the bait you or know? human human instinct yeah, yeah. To
2: stick with what's treated you good yeah yeah you ever forget shad in the cooler oh, oh yeah. what's the longest a shad has been in a cooler without you or like you forgot it for how long
5: i don't know not two or whole, three days maybe. yeah i not not like,
2: too bad on the shad but
1: uh when we got our new boat it's got a bait well in the front yep and uh ken and i were fishing and caught a bullhead and i'm like oh man we'll save that for mm-hmm. for bait and i'll take it home
2: we
3: usually don't use that bait well it, because that's my toilet it's amy's
1: toilet
2: <laughs> so you put the bullhead in the toilet <laughs> yeah. and this was early
1: summer and i backed the boat in actually it was probably well, maybe about like midsummer forgot about it for long probably enough probably a week and a half <laughs> in iowa summer heat
2: in water though in water so mm-hmm. it like turned into a bullhead soup yes there was, <laughs> there was
1: no chunks of meat left this one of those i walked into the the shed and i instantly smelled it and it, the light bulb dinged on I'm Nope. Like, oh <laughs> no <laughs> mm-hmm. Open the lid instantly gagged closed the lid i'm like oh man i pulled it out and it was just it, and of course i had to stick my my hand in there to pull the plug drain plug in the right <laughs> i went in and got like a rubber glove and then like two walmart bags <laughs> so i didn't get any of it on my arm right or yeah. and like went in there and drained, drained it into it the garage there, there was, no i pulled
5: it out oh.
1: <laughs> i do believe the dog might have rolled in it though that's yeah. what they do
5: yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the
1: thing
3: i feel like people listening are probably like how do how does how do like fishermen always do that? Like I always hear that story, but it's like, you're not a true fisherman. If you haven't done that, you know, yeah, it's kind of one you. of those if things you haven't done where it, I don't trust you.
5: <laughs> <But>.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to talk about true fishermen, as far as, uh, and, and haven't done that, the, the biggest issue is you just fish so freaking long that you're and, tired. Yes. yes. And, and then much, you, and you, you either, have so much stuff. And, and yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, now I have a boat. Mm-hmm. so it used to be more streamlined bank fishing kayak fishing mm-hmm. now it's bank fishing kayak fishing in a boat and i'm mm-hmm. moving stuff back and forth mm-hmm. and yeah Multiple for, coolers forgetting yeah. things mm-hmm. and or and then you get home and you forget to do this or that mm-hmm. and,
1: and that one was definitely because i never put fish in there mm-hmm. yeah and yeah just completely got it was in there for like I don't know, day and a half Alex, we were out on the waters one of them trips. Yep. I was like, Oh, I'll bring it home, put it in the, the bait well. And uh, suddenly
2: it's Sunday night and you're <laughs> like, I gotta <laughs> go to work tomorrow. I can care less
1: Yep, pulled in, back yeah. in the shed and totally forgot about it. Yep.
2: Mine was my kayak the other day when we got all that rain. Got back from kayak fishing. I'm like, uh oh, we did that podcast. Yeah, my kayak in the back of my truck I'm like eh, it'll be fine it's just mm-hmm. gonna rain a little bit <laughs> it, it rained four and a half inches and I walked outside the next morning and that thing was like filled to the tippy top like it was overflowing <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, had a new bait tank <laughs> <Yeah. Shit>. good <laughs> all, clean out it, it's
1: just a good clean out well all my batteries it,
2: sure. were in there oh um, yeah so the, the battery I have is supposed to be waterproof where I haven't charged it or messed with it or anything. I have just been letting it dry, mm-hmm. but uh, I tried to move it, you know, just thinking, you know, it's a kayak, whatever. I'll just slide it out. I pulled on it and it didn't move. an itch. <laughs> <laughs> It took everything I had to get that thing off of the bed of my truck. And when it fell, it was just like crash. It falls over and just gallons of water run mm-hmm. down my driveway. And my driveway is like that. It's not pea gravel. I don't even know what you'd call it. It's just like Mm -hmm. little itty-bitty rocks, and that shit runs off. There was gouges in my driveway. Like I have a freaking... (laughs) Ruts. Yeah, ruts in my driveway.
1: Created a crevasse. I did,
2: and it's not (laughs) ideal.
4: It is not. Get your rake out and fill her back in.
2: But uh, as far as the forgetting the bait thing goes, I think I went a week. Yeah, And that might have been... I'm trying to... I don't remember the circumstances. I just remember opening the cooler and being like, Oh yeah. yeah, did you save the cooler? Oh yeah, it's still on mm-hmm. the front of my boat. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I, I even cleaned it. Yeah, That's
3: <laughs> when you're a true fisherman, right now,
1: there. Now, when on, you save on that the coo- note, honestly, so like some of the coolers, uh, people have like stinky. Everything's like you need like stinky, nasty, rotten bait for catfish, and I'm complete mm-hmm. opposite. Like yeah. I do not want Fresh. any of that. Yeah, but I've noticed where I've I've done that, my cooler got a little sour. Not not rotten, but you get that sour. Yeah. And I honestly feel like even like channel cats like it it affected no thank you sir it it (laughs) affected the fresh bait put the fresh bait in there and so then i had to like clean it scrub it out and uh and i don't know maybe it was just coincidence but i think it was something different that's sour i don't think they like that they like fresh or you know your really rotten stuff yeah Mm -hmm. you know because there's guys that catch carp and they'll let it sit in the sun in a bag yeah Two, three days. Yeah, my uncle he, used
4: to have clams. He'd yeah. catch clams and then sour them. Oh, yeah. That's
2: a special kind of yeah. grossness. Yes.
4: <laughs> like, you could smell his truck from the other side of the property. Uh, <laughs> it was not good. No. I don't like the stinky stuff. Well, he, he did. You know, it, but he would catch them when nobody else was. Yeah. You know, yeah was, that's that's the old river rats. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't care if he stunk. He'd go to the bar, smell like mm-hmm.
2: He didn't care. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm. I prefer the fresh stuff because mm-hmm. yeah. I try to keep it fresh, and then it gets nasty. enough, it's mm-hmm. hard to imagine like purposefully making <laughs> it gross like yeah. that.
1: Now, do you do you
2: like the smell of fresh shad? I don't dislike it. I love. Same. It. Yeah, it doesn't bother it. me. Love loves a big love jump it. from where <laughs> I am, and, and I
1: don't know if it's because of, I, I love I the I'm smell fishing.
2: of fresh baked cookies. I think. You like <laughs> and to apply that <laughs> towards shad, <laughs> I feel I, like it's a big jump.
3: I think you like the fact it's like. Open water, spring, ice out type smell of fresh shad, like, oh, we're getting what it represents. I I honestly like we're starting our season. So, so we
1: go go trapping. Mm -hmm. I always used to save uh, shad, freeze it, of course, freeze it fresh, thaw it out, and even like trapping when it it thaws out. And I like, you know, open the jar, like, (laughs) I. I mean, like, I'm not going like, to give it a I'm good sniff? sniff I, do. I do. Like it's like, a
2: cup of, fresh yes. brewed cr- cup yes. of coffee? Yes. yes. Uh, I leave it, it
4: intentionally on my hands when I eat my sandwich. <laughs> oh, I've, I've picked potato chips
1: oh, look, out of my scale. tea so many times <laughs> with shad, and You're like, they don't taste as good as
2: they smell. <laughs> have you eaten one? Yes. Oh, yes. Like, uh, have you ever eaten a cooked one or just we, everything?
3: We, we, we. Put them, it was years Have ago. Fried
2: in you, had fr- fried shad. <laughs> we put it on a rusty Shed machete chips.
3: over a fire Kay. for like two minutes or something, and then literally we all swallowed it and then chugged a beer. Basically, <laughs> I'll explain
1: that story a little bit. Um, I was gonna yeah. say that sounds so like some in the health spring, issues, yeah. Back to our so, like our, like, our John Boat Mafia, yeah. Um, it was in the spring, so it was Shad that I had the freezer. Oh, I just realized
2: you guys haven't even introduced yourselves. Oh, Jesus. I suck at this. <laughs> look at, look at you hey, it's
3: your new thing. You have to have everybody listen like for half of the show before I, they even get to find out who it is. I, well,
2: I'm, is I'm here <laughs> with Troy and Amy and Ryan, I guess. <laughs> I'll throw you in there. Oh yeah. But uh, we'll go back to the Shad. Just talk about, I don't know, introduce yourself however you want to.
3: Go ahead. Uh, I'm Amy Hansen. Okay. This is my husband, Troy. Hi. <laughs> and we're part of the Whisker Seeker team and Pro Staff, and we also run John Boat Mafia.
2: And what is John Boat Mafia?
3: Take it away.
1: Uh, it's, a li- <laughs> it's a lifestyle. A lifestyle.
2: Yeah, it's a lifestyle.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but this goes, I guess, back to the, the run of the, uh, John Boats and the Shad story, but... uh. But, yeah, no, uh, we just started, me and a buddy, a long time ago. Um, we used to play Los Angeles volleyball, and one of our first teams was the Short Bus Mafia. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, it was back in the It brought the early, pain down. You know,
2: <laughs> I, I could see you being a good volleyball player. You're kind of a little I, bit taller, you've got down, long I arms. Little, I was a
1: lot skinnier then. I could jump a lot higher,
5: but...
2: I, I don't... Um, it, it amazes me how some people... You can't look at somebody and know 100% like... They're a good athlete because there's people who look athletic and they're not, and people Mm -hmm. who don't look athletic and can, you know, they're fast or can Mm -hmm. jump real high. He's very fast. When I was I wrestled heavyweight, and you would get all shapes and sizes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you could you you could never just assume like that short little fat guy. I'm going to kick his ass because sometimes (laughs) they he
4: got some stuff.
2: He's got some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) There was one dude who was about five foot eight probably 260, 270, looked like a bowling ball. And he was not, like, well put together in any respect. And I pushed into him, and he hit me with a fireman's carry so quick. I, it's all in the I, hips. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I was a sucker for a fireman's carry. And a lat <laughs> drop. The lat drop was more embarrassing because your feet, like, scraped the freaking <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> the whole crowd went... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that I've been that guy a few times. But anyway, back to sand volleyball. Uh
1: so anyway, yeah, and then we just started we got John boats and just started running the Iowa River and uh, you know, like the River Bottom Boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know, somehow we just started calling ourselves the but Mafia. There'd be like six of us rolling up the river, and the Iowa <laughs> River's not very wide. All the fishermen
4: are like, oh, my God, here they come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <pretty> much.
1: <laughs> and I don't know, and then just kind of started around with it. And then uh, him and I, uh, Mark Straczynski, was, uh, was my buddy, and started fishing a couple of little local tournaments there in Corville And mm-hmm. we started out in like a little, his like 13-foot deep v flat john boat it's like mm-hmm. half john boat half deep v type um with like a little 15 horse on it and,
2: tin boat and that's how we started and yep. then yep. Uh, like
1: i said just, just run the river and then more and more people and then we just started calling ourselves the john Boat mafia and
2: is that how you got into tournament fishing like yeah. was that the beginning that, that was the beginning yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and now now you're just killing everybody uh, well used to <laughs> <laughs> now we gets, can't,
0: afford to got,
1: the you can't afford it but it's got a lot harder like everybody else has got a lot 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 better
2: they have. That's one yeah. thing. I You look at the weights, like the overall weights at different tournaments, mm-hmm. and then everything. It used to be when they first really started rolling, somebody would show up and just kick everyone's ass. Yeah. And now it's becoming like the the top five the top is, five. is yeah. real close mm-hmm. almost yep. all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's technology-based,
4: or is there better Strategy going both,
2: in for
3: sure. both for but I'd say, and then also, like, we're catch and release is becoming huge now, too, with tournaments and things like that. And so, you're getting more you're, of the you're trophy seeing a good fishery, or... hopefully, as well.
2: One nice thing about catfish tournaments, as opposed to bass fishing tournaments, is catfish are much hardier. You yeah. go out and you like, you put a bunch of really good anglers on a body of water, and they catch a lot of fish you're not going to have the mortality of like yep. a bass tournament bass mm-hmm. tournaments they, i think it's 10%, 10 wow. percent Ten, i mean and just because you let a fish go and it mm-hmm. swims away doesn't mean it survives but mm-hmm. there's a lot of literature out there and the one i looked at last i think said bass tournaments generally 10 percent of those fish that get hooked die but different mm-hmm. bodies of water different times of year that all plays a factor too yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: We did just get sixth place in a bass tournament. Oh, that's what I was going to yeah. get at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you throwing that out there. Watch just out. Rocked
2: it. Kind of <laughs> a
5: big deal. I have
3: to say it because back. last year we got second to last, and that's only because the last team didn't weigh in. <laughs> 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 they, they, had to, they had to leave early. So, <laughs> so we we'll just have to toot our horn on that one.
4: That's improvement. So well, next August year you're going to win by 10 pounds then. At least. what was the go-to
1: strategy of the bass tournament
4: Uh, not what we
3: did pre-fishing that's for sure
1: throw the original strategy out the window (laughs) 40 minutes into it because you haven't got a dang but that's like every
4: tournament
2: Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely
4: you get that boat pressure on the water and the fish are like all right i know what's going on Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) conditions didn't even really change and and that's what happened last year we had really good pre-fishing and we're like oh man we got this this is easy (laughs) bass fishing fishing. the opposite conditions the next day and we got our asses handed to us mm-hmm. but this time it was pretty consistent so i'm like all right and we got a good game plan got some fish located a couple different spots
3: i was just ounces out of big fish yeah so and yeah so she'll,
1: she'll get to that story that was a shit show and a half um but anyway so we go to our like our first spot we're like okay we're guaranteed to catch some fish here uh doing the the wacky rig with the the senko and the old just stand it, it, yep throw it on yep. the bank and nothing <laughs> and we worked this spot over like moved shift a couple different times nothing okay well let's you know try to go texas rig in, and that was working really really well
5: mm-hmm.
1: and this place we're at lily pads like the whole lake is lined with lily pads and you would think that like the frog bite would be great
5: yeah it Horrible. might have been in the morning. It was Horrible. not
1: <laughs> and it was cold, so like the top water bait oh. or top water bite wasn't really producing. You know, look like these are spooks, and mm-hmm. I bought one of those three D wake snakes from Savage Gear. It was like got a pretty good deal on it, but
2: yeah. um the fisherman got cut. Yeah, hundred oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> percent.
1: So we moved I'm like, well, let's let's go over to this spot where we caught really good fish. Texas rigging. It was like bluegill, crappie beds. Mm-hmm, it was like mm-hmm. deep water next to it, it was like a, almost like a like a bar. Yeah, where it came up uh, about four foot. And we get over there and throw on the Texas rig out, not even a sniff. I'm like, oh boy, I see them. They're right there. Yeah, I they know are. they're right there. Yeah, and <laughs> so then the lily pads. But it was close to close to shore, and there was a couple you know pops in the lily pads. I had uh, one of them um, zoom. I think it's the zoom. Uh, Zoom horny toad, or it's just a rubber plastic frog with the little feet that kick when you no rig it weedless, yeah, no rigging. hook, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. Um, And I'm like, well, let's let's try that. I'm here, yeah. Yeah, tied t- t- you know gave the rod to her. I'm like, I'm just gonna stick to this text rigging because we caught some big fish doing that. And mm-hmm. I don't know what like your second or third cast. She's like,
3: I miss getting so many up, though,
1: get yeah. hung up and we're not we don't have the right rods for that rigged up like light line and. But anyway, she's like, oh, stupid lily pads and. I don't know, like, how do I work it? And I'm like, literally, you throw it out there and you just burn it across the lily pads.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, yeah, I think it was like her third cast. She hits a little hole in the pads and maybe like two cranks and one blows up on it. And yep. Yep, that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I like switched up real quick and then we just sat there and just burned the lily pads. And But we lost so many fish, like mm-hmm. yeah. getting them tangled up. But you know. I got
3: into a good one and that, it was a Jack and Jill tournament. So the woman had to bring in the biggest fish. Like he could catch a three pounder, but if I had a two pounder, you can't he bring that through yes. you have to weigh the
2: through. Yes. And iron. so, and then also, are all have Jack
3: a, and Jill tournaments like that? No. I don't think so. I mean, this, and this was a, because
2: they do Jack one. and Jill catfish tournaments. Yeah. And that doesn't, it's just, yeah. This yeah. was just a rule that mm-hmm.
3: just, so, just, just the fun so the guys part part of didn't it. go out there. Yeah. And, and, and you hope everybody's the being honest. In front, yeah. You right. Know, and just yeah. read a
1: book. While. Right.
3: Yeah. But I, I got into a three pounder and he went straight down in the lily pads. Mm hmm. And I still didn't now know. Now it feels was, like a fifteen Oh, I still didn't know <laughs> if it was hooked or not yeah. or whatever. Well it,
1: it hit the first like she casted it, and it, it hit and like popped the frog up yeah. in the air. So I waited. And she like stopped. And then like the first twitch just just the classic, you know, sucks the bait in, you just uh, see you know, awesome. it disappear.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, that's It cool.
3: was it was great and I got it and then it went to lily pads and then Troy's running the trolley motor, so he's trying to get us in there. <laughs> but then and so then he gets to go to grab the net, which by the way, Whisker Seeker, um, Ex- small net,
1: the extender net,
3: amazing yeah. for masters. Um, he extended it out and tried to push the <laughs> and
1: lily pads, lily pads <laughs> down.
3: But then the trolling motor all of a sudden just started going the other way. Well, I was doing as both. we were Getting doing the this, net, right.
1: trying to steer yeah. and get over there because I knew it was a good one. It was wrapped around like three lily pads together. And uh-huh. At least yeah. it was on the edge. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know if it's still on there. And I'm like, I can see it still. I'm like, just mm-hmm. keep tension. So I put that trolling motor on like seven. We're going up there, and uh, you know I'm not running the foot pedal, so. Get up there and I totally hit the wrong direction at like <laughs> three mile an hour and just start peeling out in the middle of I'm the I'm like lake dragging
3: a fish through lily. Oh, Patch. So the fish gets yeah, still the net stuck.
1: And it's
5: like Redo, redo. Yeah, so redo. then I spin the trolling motor
1: real quick and I'm like, Well just keep pressure on it, because you know when you turn, you don't want to let that pressure off. Yeah. Anyway, we end up getting over there and she's pulling it up and I get that extender net and I don't know, it's down probably what, maybe two foot? Yeah. Roughly? But, with but our because deep, of the, that, you were able to right. push it down with and get With like deep V, that's like under. four foot down because it's so damn tall. Right. And uh, I went the first time and the lily pads kind of stopped and oh, I'm just going to scoop it all. <laughs> shoved it down in there. lily pads and everything. It's Bath one of those, salad, you had her. You yeah, had the <laughs> whole meal. There's, there's no way that we, <laughs> we out of all the really other fish we lost that we, yeah. we should have got, Yeah. that's the one that there's no way we no should have ever got that fish. Some
2: fish are just meant to be caught. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It ended up being just a great day.
2: And then she
1: ended up just yeah like stomping me like same frog same everything but I don't know maybe she was in the front of the boat but I mean we cast in different areas and there's only two people so you cover a lot yeah mm-hmm. I couldn't get that frog hit <laughs> and then and I did and then I then I'd miss it and
2: they're tough to hook on top water yeah. sometimes especially mm-hmm. in the mats yeah
3: it's it's different feeling from like catfish too obviously but like you think you think it's on but it's not it's just on. that's our dog (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's weird like let them take the bait
4: yeah they're just mouthing it when you when you see people
3: like overextend their hook set now you know why yeah like it's oh yeah because you think you're being they're being dramatic and nope that you really have to do that
1: (laughs) (laughs) i may or may not have put some dents in my boat too with the texas rig and
4: Set. came
3: back I'm, like, I'm, I'm, uh, gonna, I'm
1: gonna kevin van dam the hell out of this hook set right. you know reel down on it and i wait and i'm waiting and then just rip it and <laughs> dry duck I, I hit her last year i hit her twice with yeah. a, like a half ounce jig
3: oh <laughs> yeah we're just flying by welcome landed, to the club i caught a tree i landed in a tree perfect yeah. spot we well, still like, had a really good time <laughs> we, got,
1: we get hung up with the weedless snagless rig quotes and get up to this perfect spot. I'm like, there's one, I, this tree. I fished it twice already, and there's always been one there. And she flips up there right behind the little uh, cedar tree, I think. and Sticks the stump. I'm like, oh fudge. Well, then I also <laughs> caught a
3: tree, like, up in the air. The oh, The
1: branches yeah. oh, of a, of a yeah. tree. Literally casted, and it she's back. like, oh. And I'm like, well, where is it? I'm like, literally looking at <laughs> It's like squirrel hunting. (laughs) Yeah. The the sun is in my eyes. I'm like,
0: how did that happen?
1: (laughs) She's like, I don't know if we could get that back. I'm like, well, just pull on it. it But
2: that's scary.
1: Yeah, but but have, that, was, that was the frog, so There
3: was no, that, there was no like trouble oh, so hook yeah. or anything yeah. like uh, that. Yeah. so
2: I've I've threw some catfish rigs up in trees, mm-hmm. and when you're pulling on that, you're just waiting mm-hmm. for that sinker mm-hmm. to hump, yep. come, come back, back and in the ribs. Or mm-hmm. I had split shots fly off one. It was uh, I was when I was growing up, threw a bobber rig up there and had split shots, and when I pulled on that thing, mm-hmm. it snapped, and it sounded like I was getting shot at because <laughs> you know each one was back to the shad
1: okay so the job at mafia uh so we did that so we went out in the spring and i mean it, it was early yeah we, well i had some frozen the, stuff and, like, we were just never. gonna run the john boats i'm like well if i'm going on the river i'm gonna you know take some shad maybe we'll fish i don't know right. of course we got into got into the beer drinking and allegedly we, <laughs> allegedly 100 no, <I'm> percent. <laughs> 100%. 100%. 100%. <laughs> 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 yes. and uh I don't know. We were hungry, and it was cold, and we were bruised up, and we're like, you know what? This sounds like a great idea. Let's let's build a fire <laughs> on this sandbar, mm-hmm. and I think that was to warm up. And then somehow it got to be, oh, we should eat a shad and cook a shad over it. And, oh, all right, <laughs> not the top I'm, ten of I'm, ideas. I'm like, let's do it.
2: So, <laughs> but not the bottom ten. <laughs> so, <laughs> mind sadly,
1: you, yeah. this, sadly. And mind right. you, this fire was built with soggy driftwood, cottonwood, mm-hmm. river bottom. Probably oh, very cra- familiar. Yes. You're gonna smoke yes. it, yes. And, and uh, so anyway, I went and got it out, and I'm like, "Man, how am I gonna cook this?" And I, I did one where I stuck a little. Stint. They're so soft that the whole gut box falls out. Of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. like these shad, which is good. Year. You really don't right. need to gut pocket anyway. Correct. Um, man, this, this one I put on there it had loins,
5: loins for days. <laughs>
1: and so this was a real shad. Yeah, no, it was actually about three inch. Oh, <laughs> but uh, you know, put it on a stick, and I, I think at first it was just a joke. And then
2: it's practically like, a well, sardine like, at that gonna,
1: point in time. I kind of want to try it. <laughs> so cook that one. And I don't remember if we, we tried that one. Cause then I think I went, well, I had an old machete, like the old, like old style. Mm-hmm. machete, yeah. Just rusted. Pure, just pure rust. <laughs> uh, let's saute one. <laughs> I'll use that as the frying pan. So I went and got that and laid one on there and then put it over the fire and dump bush light over it. <laughs> Sterilized there, it. Sit, <laughs> sit, yeah, <laughs> sit, sizzled it up and, um, you know, we got done and we we're all sitting around and grabbed a piece of the loin. Of course, you know, the shad, they're just off. it's like literally like there's a meat with a bald hair in it. Yeah. Because it's so many bones. So. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And we ate it. I mean, it.
5: I don't. It I, don't I didn't taste but it. But I also
1: love kipper snacks and I do too. and stuff like that. Um, but so if I'm going to eat horrible. a shad, I
2: think I'd want to eat a fresh shad.
1: Yeah.
3: I don't even recall I it. I just literally swallowed it whole and drank the beer. I chewed it. It was good. <laughs> Savored it. It was hair in it. But I mean, I've had minnows yeah, and yeah. stuff, too. Oh, yeah. I I saw I've had worms. Minnows. I don't know. I just...
2: I
4: saw a video. Just, it's what
3: it is. But I don't of, like hip or snacks. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That is.
4: I like them it for that's trapping.
3: trapping. Yeah. 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 a lot of raccoon
5: on them. Yeah.
2: No, there's a dude who made gizzard shad sushi. Uh, and by the time that. he was done, wow. it looked good. Really? Like, I would... Gladly try it, and I'd try I shad video. too. in I would have ate that shad. If I had like
3: enough I'll, soy sauce or something. On I'll it, I'd eat, eat it. <laughs> yeah, wasabi my, and
4: soy sauce. Yeah. Right.
2: My thing with food is, as long as it's not going to harm me, <laughs> yeah, I'll try it. Same. You know, like I if, don't know how I don't have worms. You the probably do. Stuff. You probably do. <laughs> I mean, Your body's. Just, how do you know you don't have worms? I, yeah. I, mean, I check my poop. So. <laughs> i mean who doesn't i mean who doesn't there's no worms in it you know, yeah so like it's dog not legal makeup. we're good yeah, I mean, it's all good i guess i haven't been maybe i should start <laughs> so, but, yeah, take a I would. take a worm check but there was one yeah. we were uh wakeboarding
1: behind john boats and uh it was on lake odessa over there in uh be western iowa southwestern iowa i think or eastern sorry southeastern iowa and the shad were just thick i mean you know summertime and Literally, they're like flipping up on my wakeboards. I'm going, and like, really, and my buddy, we we're doing two. Of course, we we're drinking beer while wakeboarding, so cheersing.
2: Who
5: does it? <laughs> and uh,
1: <laughs> they're like flipping up on our boards, and uh, I just reached down. And, you know, they're like the little two-inch ones. Yeah, uh, you know, edible little, size. Little bit, yeah, yeah, little little, little, <laughs> little, little just, poppers. Just pop, pop. <laughs> man. I just grabbed that thing, threw it in my mouth, and ate it, and I. am and? Cool. I, I, don't, I don't remember. I drank beer after that. Yeah, fair enough. I, mean, it, I didn't get sick and didn't die. That's one thing. Yeah.
2: I've never been in a situation where I've been compelled to eat a shad maybe i've just Man, in the wrong situation I, I think the, you, you need, need to, to branch out, out with more. Us. yeah, yeah. The, key, yeah the,
1: the key part of the story is is b- beer and bush light and maybe some
2: a long time uh, ago well oh, i've been around beer and bush light yeah. and, and young and dumb
1: yeah. I, that was that was in the, the early 20s and now, now i'm just dumb <laughs> now i'm in the, yeah. <laughs> the 40 and over Dumber club. and slower 40 and over <laughs> club so i'm a little smarter
2: Do you, so you should save all the shad, you use it for trapping too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, not as much anymore. We kind of switched away from like water sets and we kind of just do like counterbears and fence lines.
3: But we will do like a, we'll go for like a shad run, like late fall or for ice fishing for, yeah, to, um, use guts and stuff. And then, so you get the freshest shad that you can possible before the season starts. Right.
1: And then I tend to have it for like spring, too. But then we've yeah. also, yeah. Used, yeah, You've
3: also used guts for trapping, too, haven't you? Or no? Oh, a little bit. I don't bit. remember.
2: You, have, you yeah. ever use shad or anything like that, right? I really don't. My, uh,
3: Captain Crunch works great. Yeah, m-
4: most of my, uh, <laughs> raccoon sets are kitten caboodle. Mm-hmm. That's the best cat food I've found. Like, I literally had, I bought seven different kinds of cat food one year and kit and caboodle outperformed the other six combined you need i don't know kit, what's in it kit and caboodle sponsorship that would be yeah. awesome because yeah. i yeah. i probably go through a 20 pound bag every year yeah, yeah. So.
1: so real quick on the trapping so do you set uh like the like one half coil springs or a, lot of cuffs, proof, a lot of coon cuffs yeah yeah a lot of dog so proofs my dad my dad got me into trapping i was like one of our things we always did like he Mm -hmm. he didn't really hunt and and fish but trapping was always our thing and
2: did did, amy did you grow up trapping too or i
3: did not grow up trapping no so
2: you you were i didn't grow up hunting either um i
3: just fished
2: she's the muskrat queen i fished occasionally
3: (laughs) but i always wanted that lifestyle like the outdoor lifestyle yeah Yeah. i just didn't have it
2: gotcha uh
1: so anyway back uh so like the shad um like his like number one set we called it shad on the pan yeah um so we did a lot of like cubby sets and stuff like that but sometimes when there's no bank or there's a hot trail where we are like crossing the creek or like this is yeah, the and sandbar creeks. ends and they're um, taking the high bank or... yeah and there's there's just no place for a cubby set and and especially if it's like a smaller creek with like where the not really a waterfall but where are kind of like ripples down mm-hmm. you dig a pocket in the the bed of the creek and make it i don't know maybe you know eight inches deep yeah and then we'd have the the bigger shad you know like the six to six to eight inches. And then you just stake, put the stake underneath the trap, set that trap right there in the water, and you gotta let it clear out, mm-hmm. have it set, and then uh, take a wire, run the wire through the eye of the shad, and then make a loop so it just holds it. Mm-hmm. And then you carefully take <laughs> your pliers and stick that wire like where the dog is. Yeah. And then so the shad's laying on top of the you know side up, laying yeah. on top of the pan. you Flip it up, put the tail underneath the other jaw, so it so with that that ripple. Mm-hmm looks like the shad sitting there swimming yeah hands down best best shad set you can use for, i bet for coon yeah and it's like i said it's one of the places where it's but now you got like the coon cuff so it like, a yeah. trap almost anywhere yes but, you uh,
4: find a trail you throw a little cat food in it you have a coon yep. the next day
3: or yep. a cat or a
4: cat mm. or a skunk or mm. a possum
3: oh or Ditz a groundhog tigers. i got a groundhog oh, this geez. year i'm got it tanned it's coming <laughs> in a coon cuff you got a groundhog uh, i think it was a Connery. 220 oh yeah. okay it might have been, yeah. like, I was like, nasty- that's impressive. But, never, nastiest
1: I mean, groundhog, just cockleburrs. And <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm a, But it's I'm my gonna, first groundhog. Yeah, so. I'm going to get it tanned. I'm like, yep. oh, man, there's a waste of 60 bucks. But whatever. <laughs> we don't have one of those on the
3: nope, wall. We have Do everything I, else. Do you
4: send them um, Sleepy Creek's kind of up your way? Sleepy um, Creek Tannery.
3: We actually send them through our fur buyer and yeah. he sends uh, them out U- north, but Utah or Idaho. Or Which up, one's look up there. Sleepy Creek. Boyles. He's in Iowa. Boyles. Boyles. And uh almost yeah, so, everything's twenty bucks.
4: Yeah. Twenty, twenty five bucks dollars A quick do turnaround. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well the next season.
3: That's okay like, yeah.
4: like we put it in and then when we take next year's batch, mm-hmm. last year's batch is done. Yep. Okay. Like we get a lot of beaver and coyote done, and then we give them to our landowners and stuff like that. And That'd be nice. It only costs us a couple hundred bucks a year, and
1: we get you know twenty twenty five furs
3: mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Very we nice. just yeah. got
1: twenty eight raccoon done like two, two two years ago. Two seasons. Yeah. We're gonna make a blanket. Just haven't. We got the tanned hides. We just yeah. haven't got it done. There's a place in Wisconsin. Uh, our good buddy Ross. His cousin if anybody
3: there. can sew fur call yeah. us <laughs> that's all we need is somebody like picky, that would be awesome. it's, it's tough you'll
2: you need like. a hat
3: yes i want a coon hat i want muskrat gloves i've got the um, ice fishing i've got the coyote ready to
1: go for the mountain man and same thing just have it pull the trigger and yeah. it's not super i mean it's if you use your tanned fur already uh like it's 100 and like maybe like 150 bucks or 125 bucks well, it's, it's enough isn't yeah. it its but it be the most expensive hat I
2: owned mm-hmm. if I got one, <laughs> by far. I don't know
1: if that... No
2: wonder right. people are so damn proud of their hats when they get them made. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if
1: you use their fur, it's usually like 250
2: 250 yeah. and up. It wouldn't mean as much if you used no. their fur, though. Yeah, yeah so that's with us, yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: And I still haven't trapped. I'm the only person in this room who hasn't trapped. We'll get you there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have more opportunities, because can I throw
4: out my you business I just, started, I just started uh TASLER animal control llc mm-hmm. which i'm still waiting on uh, uh, insurance to go through and stuff but i'm officially licensed by the state of iowa to be an animal control
5: nice operator you a critter getter i am the critter getter <laughs> so
4: we are going to uh, by july i'm going to start doing that part-time and nights and weekends and very cool because i get calls probably four or five a week of this killed my chickens or can you come do this and You're until this point a... i couldn't we, you know we were you always can't. that person too yep. but that's
3: cool that you can yeah. make it into a business yes very cool and then trap on all along with it
4: yes trap along with it so can you get cats out of trees is that part of your job description <laughs> too <laughs> with a pellet gun <laughs>
2: <laughs> gravity will actually get them out
5: and
4: i'll just help
2: gravity get. <laughs> <laughs> on that note we're to talk about tournaments <laughs> you started doing tournaments in the john boat yep what the first one you ever fished what led up to that is it, what is it one of those I mean, hey there's a tournament up, Let's growing do a up tournament. i always
1: wanted to be a bass fisherman you know watching you know bill dance Rose mm-hmm. martin all those guys hank uh hank parker all them like everybody else is watching cartoons in the morning i'm mm-hmm. waking up and yep. i'm watching you know Bassmasters and stuff like that and, Living in Iowa, it just it wasn't going to happen. Right. And so we got to, you know, fish in the Iowa River with the John boats and stuff and got really good at it. But this was back in, I think, 2008, right around 2008, give or take, maybe 06, 08, I'm not sure. It's a um, while ago. Yeah. Time's yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, everybody were like, man, we need, to, we need to do tournaments. And, you know, this there was no tournaments. Like Cab- yeah. Cabela's King Cat was pretty much the show yeah and uh so we there was a local one on corville there was always one in the spring and one in the fall and the spring was the first one we did and it pretty simple like and that was right when like drift fishing was starting to get good all the guys drift fishing were just pounding hammering, killing everybody, yeah. killing everybody uh, that ain't catfishing, like yeah, that's stupid. Like can't catch fish so I never even tried it. But and there was, was a
2: period of time where there was a tournament trail called the Catfish Drifters. Yeah, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um But anyway, so we. What if you anchored yeah. during a Catfish Drifters tournament? <laughs> You're out. You're out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
4: you, you can't play no more.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I don't even know if they had like you know the, the good trolling motors and stuff. Like I mean, yeah. technology now is tenfold. But
2: well yes. oh, the difference between a new Trova and a like one of the first trovas is night and day. that mm-hmm. bet.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but anyway, yeah.
1: So we we're like, oh, let's, you know, fish this tournament on Corville and so we did it and ended up winning. And just hammered them. And the guy drifting was mad. Thought we cheated because the first time we'd ever fished the tournament, mm-hmm. we were literally in this like 13 foot little V bottom jumbo with a 15 horse. And uh, you know, of course, then it kind of. We're enemies.
2: You're, my, you're you're my enemy now, and that's what I hate about tournaments. And it does people,
1: that. And actually, we end up, we're good friends now.
2: Well, that's good that um, you resolved it, but the fact you had to resolve it yeah. due to a tournament,
1: yeah,
2: or what happened in a tournament, right. That that's the part I, mean, I, I it, don't like. I was,
4: I was,
1: you know, early twenties, so like, you know, you know how you are when you're like yeah. that. And, anyway, I then started fishing some other ones. Well, then the the fall one we got our asses kicked yeah because they're out drifting well in the spring they'd all moved up in the coves and the the water had come up at corville so the willows and, mm-hmm. and uh yeah in the fall just got butts kicked and then i think the next year we're like man we need you know we need to go do like the cabela's one mm-hmm. and they came up to i believe it was burlington in april and we had a 16 foot john boat flat bottom moving
5: up yeah. moving up yeah yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, I think my motor was broke at the time. That's why we ended up having to take take his. Gotcha. you. And uh, cause I think he had a flat bottom, too. But anyway, so we take the 16-foot flat bottom of the Mississippi River, and it was at flood stage. <laughs> and they were thinking about, you know, closing it down. This was, I mean, back in, like, said Cabella's King Cat was, like, the show. You know? yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. So we get out there, and they were going to close the ramp down because there was a big tree that had floated across it. I mean, tree like great big tree. Like, yeah. you can't get your arms around it. Well, if there was just enough room for us to get the John boat in, we're like, we'll just put the John boat in, and we'll pull the tree off the out of the way. <laughs> but the old like, 35 like no horse Evanry. Yeah, 30, yeah. <laughs> we had, uh, we had 35 horse, uh, big Johnson tiller and, uh, <laughs> put the boat in, you know, whatever, and threw the rope around the anchor rope around it and just drug it off and these guys from down south you know like, like they're from like kentucky area they just stood there like what the hell like these <laughs> guys literally that could have killed you and like want well, the big deal and like uh-huh. you, want, you want us to jump it with the jumbo? Like, i will mean, do it like, um i will if you swallow a shad yeah <laughs> so that tournament of course then you know once again the beer drinking comes into play and we just got bombed that night horribly bombed and it was cold like i said it was an april flood stage it ended up snowing that night Oh, oh good. Oh, well the tournament started at like now six in the morning you could put your boats in mm-hmm. at eight o'clock we woke up no way yeah and uh you know get to the ramp course everybody's gone and i was just so hung over horrible horrible we gave that one away i mean <laughs> that was like we were on fish and everybody was struggling because it was flooding and all yeah. that so all these guys wanted to do their fancy fishing in their big rigs and so yeah, pretty much after that, I decided you know if we're gonna do this,
2: we might as well probably
1: stop drinking real hard. <laughs> and you found a common error. I would like to say that that's that's the case, but there's still a couple times that yeah, you know, part took a little bit in the parking lot, and the next day is a little rough. But I've heard some yeah. stories. Yeah,
5: <laughs> heard some recent yeah, ones. <laughs> yeah,
1: fished with Jason Hamilton, and I think I had bad food. I think I had bad food the night before had Again, nothing to do with I was the, not there the moonshine and <laughs> the black velvet and uh, what's the cinnamon whiskey fireball yeah. I was good until one of the guys would walk around with one of them like cases of fireball shooters uh, yeah didn't definitely didn't need that
2: I'd stay away from that anymore like,
1: I, w- I will say like J- Jason was like you know I've never seen somebody like throw up four times and still be able to fish really well and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I've been perfecting <laughs> it for years, yeah, Jason. <laughs> but I, I, I wasn't sick. Like, I, I don't, like, I felt, literally felt fine. But yeah. I, I would, like, i would try to drink some water. And then, like, five minutes later, here it I decide, I'm like, well, I'm going to throw up again, dude. Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> Jumping. Yeah. After, and, and the breaking whole reason, the, rules. Yeah, the whole reason was, because I told him, like, I'm a really good drinker. Like, you know, like, I can usually just pace myself and yeah. usually don't anymore. Don't, you know, get dumb and stupid yeah. like that. Like I said, it was all the mixed stuff. And I'm pretty sure I got bad food.
5: But, mm-hmm.
1: but we, did, we did pretty well in that tournament. It was
2: tournament. That, and, that side of shad you had the night before. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on you the next day. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway,
1: yeah, got into uh, tournaments and then started upgrading boats. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, met, met Amy and kind of started fishing and stuff. And that's, Ken Miller and I were just getting into being partners and and then uh, they got to be where you, you do a th- lot more three people once. So mm-hmm, then, mm-hmm. then Amy started fishing. and So yeah, that's kind of how we got into it. And then traveled all over. and But kind of backed off the tournaments now a little bit. Just expensive. And we got, well, I like fun fishing. I mean, I love the tournaments. I love the, the competition part of it. Mm-hmm. And, and mainly like the parking lot with the guys and gals. Like there's, Camaraderie. Yeah, the camaraderie of it.
3: But um, for $500, we could go to.
1: That's a lot of bush light.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you could go on a trip to wherever you want to catch any fish you want. When they're actually biting. For the same yes. price as yeah. just doing a one-day. Well, a tournament, a one-day tournament is like three days long. Yeah. you If you think about it, you have to do a pre-fishing. Mm-hmm. You have to get the bait. Mm-hmm. You have to get everything else. And then it's like anywhere for us, it's three to... Eight hours away, depending on where the tournament is. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. mean, it's a one-day thing becomes three to four days, and mm-hmm. it's like if we're going to spend all that money and take all that time off, I'm going to fish for something I want to.
4: I'm going to take the stress I, out of the situation y- you know, and just. But enjoy. we do
3: miss it. We really do. I just we just don't have the money. Yeah. Or yeah. or the time. You can't take all that time off yeah. every weekend. For me, it's it's mm.
1: probably more of a money thing than time.
3: Mine, uh, I can't take. You can't just leave school every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Fisher Collins, sorry. Yeah, got to go.
1: In the you know, early, I'd say like 2010 to even probably 2016, I spent like a life savings yeah. doing it. But, but that we was were right winning. Right before, before all the tournaments really picked up. So even mm-hmm. if you win, you're winning like. You, you, break, know, even. Uh, yeah, you yeah. break even. Yeah, you break even. Yeah and well even now it's some of them it's kind of like that but there wasn't these big tournaments like there are now it's like if i wouldn't have spent all that money but the knowledge i learned yeah, and the learned people i met wouldn't trade wouldn't trade in the world yes I mean, we've met yep. we've met so many cool people across the country i mean we could literally probably go from california to the east coast mm-hmm. and fish with somebody and about that, every state you knew but we've learned
3: about out. like catch and release and all that type of stuff through the tournaments and like how to even just keep your fish alive and alive well and like you know just so many different things that help a fishery out yeah. we learned through a tournament yeah or like i did i should say another
1: real good quick story here so jason big cat mathena from down in uh, st louis love um, the name great awesome guy here i've seen him on a youtube video yes. he's a great big bastard oh, he's, yes he's um such a 100 nice guy. pound fish he'll make it look like a 30 mm-hmm. really but super nice guy but the first time i met him was metropolis illinois uh, cabela's tournament we never fished me and my buddy martin never fished from blues before yeah let's just let's they go, got whiskers let's, we're gonna let's, get let's go, it let's yeah. go do it <laughs> and we roll in there with like bluegills and crappies for bait. And um, I think it was legal. I don't... I, at Ish. that time, I think... Ish. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we <laughs> checked the rules and stuff. Yeah. But, um, But everybody's using, like, skipjack. I don't... Didn't even know what skipjack was. Yeah. That, right when that's they, cool. Fish. Right when, that? Like, YouTube was starting. Like, everybody's... Oh, you know, like, blue cats got to catch them, you know, with skipjack. And know, we call crappies Oxford skipjack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we call them, Oxford yep. skipjack. So anyway, we go down with that. And we stayed at the hotel. And... I think Big Cat Mathena was one of the first guys we met there, and of course he's from St. Louis, so you know Big Blues. They've got you know the big heavy rods and all that. We mm-hmm. show up with I think I had an Akuma Classic on like a combo, like a Akuma combo yeah. rod that uh, my grandpa got for me. You stuck and, out. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you know we might have had like a we might have had like a Saint Croix Mojo was like one of our bigger rods, but yeah. night, Other than that, it was you know like bass rods.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And he's like, uh, y'all fishing the tournament? Um, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, are those the rods you're using? And he's like real like low key. They're yeah. like,
5: mm-hmm.
1: like, well, yeah. I mean, we got 20 pound braid on there. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And anyway, uh, literally like, I uh, more or less just, oh, okay.
3: I remember um. though that the next morning, or wait, it was a, was it that place or not? I was with you guys, and this
1: one it was just Mark. You and
3: I. didn't fish, okay? But he showed you a double rig, a double hook rig. Yeah, and I just remember that because like it, he actually it's, took
1: the time to like yeah. show us, mm-hmm. and yeah. then
3: it was yeah. up to him to retain anything that he, you know, if yeah. obviously like if I'm talking to you, if you don't take my information, that's on you. Yeah, but it was cool that he gave it to us yeah. because you that were his is something, competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> um, but I,
1: I think even now you
3: still, but I remember see, that. Yeah.
2: yeah. How'd so you, like how you end up doing in the tournament?
1: Uh, I, we went and caught <laughs> channel cats. <clears throat> we, had, we had a dang good stringer of channel cats. We were, I think, I do believe they said we may have been the first person that ever brought a stringer of channel cats in to weigh <laughs> in, in. a blue cat We tournament. did not, we yeah. did not get last. <clears throat> I mean, we, mm-hmm. I mean, it, but there was, there was a lot of people. Right. We did not weigh a blue cat in uh yeah
4: that 160 pound blue trumped your stringer of oh, channel cat. Oh yeah. like
1: 40 pound blue I think. yeah that, i think it was uh, five it was five fish but yeah yeah we, we had like you know we tried and they're like oh just go out here like right out from the ramp you can just suspend drift i don't know what the hell suspend drift for we drifted <laughs> by throwing the anchor out and, and let, then letting, and it let, and letting it drag letting it drag yeah we, we, we tried doing that yeah um, but then uh wanted to learn how to bump that was like when bumping was getting big and, mm-hmm. and Amy ended up getting was it was it Christmas or my mm-hmm. birthday
3: Christmas
1: um, Ryan Casey uh, down there got a guide trip because I, I tired got tired of getting the same thing tired of getting my butt kicked yeah because yeah. like the, the drifting uh ken that's anyway how i met him just skip back a little bit um he was my first internet date um, ken Miller, the <laughs> ken, ken, ken ken, ken skunk, skunk boy miller that was yeah. that was our uh, my first internet date but anyway he, so he showed me and then we got to fishing and that's how we got to be, you know be be good friends and stuff and uh so anyway i'm like well i'm getting my butt kicked by these guys bumping. i want to learn how to catch blues and amy got a uh, guide trip uh, with ryan casey down there in st louis uh, show me cat I think show me cat fishing yep
2: yeah because missouri's the show me state right yeah um, makes sense it does but uh yeah
1: uh, he's still like to me you know one of the best best anglers out there but just teach
2: he's been doing it more uh, he's, he spent more days on the water than anybody down there yeah i know yeah. yeah he was one of the first so anyway we get down there and but you just think of total days on the water that guy's on the water probably a lot a, two i have no idea two mm-hmm. three hundred days a year yeah. you know he's uh, come
1: back a little bit now he's, mm-hmm. he hired some other guys which is good because I, I i don't know if he was getting burnt out but i mean that, that's just you a don't almost time have to yeah it's actually. just a matter of time correct yeah um but with him you know he was turned fisherman like when we weren't in any competition then um but you know he still showed like he would he would every question you know asked like I don't really care if we go catch fish. I just want to learn how to do this. Yes, I'm paying for knowledge. You were probably
2: a refreshing change of pace because the majority of guide trips, they're not people who are there to learn something. They're people who don't fish that much and they want to maximize their time on the water. Yeah. 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 And then so as a a guide you're helping facilitate for people who are not the most skilled anglers because mm-hmm. they're not on the water all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. But you, you're out there as a guy who fishes a lot and is proficient fisherman, you're just trying to learn a new skill. And mm-hmm. when when I have anybody like that, it's it's kinda nice. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just a nice change of pace.
5: Yeah.
2: Um but yeah, anyway, so
1: like the and then all the other tournaments we fish, and then start fishing with uh uh Another buddy, uh Jason Burgess from um uh, kinda like the Burlington area, Burlington, Iowa. Very, very good fisherman. Mm-hmm. Um him and I hit it pretty hard, some of the the bigger trails, that's I that blew a lot of money. Um
3: But we won a lot. Like I, we, I was yeah. part of some of them and
1: So then yeah, Amy Amy did. started fishing with us and
4: then you started winning. Coincidence? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I actually won a, us a tournament. Oddly enough, yes. <laughs> Her one fish,
3: thirty five pound flathead, got us thirty five hundred dollars. Hell so. yes.
4: Can't, yeah, I Can't. It's not that. a bad ratio. No. But
1: <laughs> well, You know, like learned a lot from from Jason. I mean, he mm-hmm. he taught me a lot because he fished the Mississippi River a lot. Well, yeah. I'd fish more like lakes and stuff, and 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 you fish what you have too. available. Yeah. Well, and that's
4: a good combo if you got lake knowledge and he's got river knowledge. Seems
0: like
1: literally we're blessed to be able to fish with a lot of very good. Ang- like Ken, same thing. Like mm-hmm. he is a multi-species. That man, I don't care what you're fishing for—walleyes, crappie, bluegill, striper. See him go catfish. salmon fishing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. all <laughs> kinds um, of mm-hmm. shit. Very very good fisherman and. You know, a lot of that <laughs> poor uh, Remy, A lot of our fishing. You know, I, got, I got to give credit to a lot of those guys. Um, You know, like I, I would, we wouldn't be.
5: Yeah,
2: no. Yeah,
1: you know, as good a fisherman as we are without without that knowledge. How many
2: people that- get fish like are around somebody who has a lot of knowledge and then does nothing with it though like you mm-hmm. you took that next step and tried to apply it mm-hmm. you didn't take things for granted mm-hmm. right yeah. which is sweet so yeah
3: well i'm trying to be well-rounded and versatile like we're gotta... versatile in catfishing alone like we don't just anchor fish you know yeah. we don't just yeah. drift we do all of it all the different types but then we also want to catch all these other fish too mm-hmm. and we or yeah. bodies of water like there's so many no offense but so many guys down south they won't come up here at all
5: because cat why cats. would I catch a
3: channel cat? Why all would I go back. to a lake? Yeah, why that's would why I do I, this? All the way. Back that's to why I you know? asked that uh-huh. beginning
2: question. You I know? love them
3: all, but it's like why they it, don't. You
1: know like Yeah, we kind of got when we were doing the tournaments. Not mad, but kind of like man, we've gone down here and got our butts kicked by you guys in your home water uh-huh. catching blue. We don't have blue, so we like weren't yeah. very good at that. But we still went down there. Mm-hmm. But to get them to come up and fish channel cats. Well, why the hell would I do that? Like, why would I go catch channel cats? Well, because there's a tournament up here, and it's yeah. like learn how to catch big ones. So it's like yeah, it's everything size. Like, if you're doing a crappie fishing tournament, you're not expecting to catch blue cats. You know, ones the size of blue cats. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, yeah. So it's all like size and
2: so my thing. I can kind of see come. where they're coming from I a little it. bit because yeah. like we don't have blues, and when I travel, I could go six hours south and have a shot at. Or I guess I could go what seven eight hours north to right to uh, North Dakota yeah mm-hmm. and have a shot at a twenty to thirty pounder or I could go six hours south and shot have a shot at a hundred and twenty to thirty pounder mm-hmm. right and I keep driving south <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my like, my brother goes up to oh, that, I'm sure
4: it's fun. that R River mm-hmm. yeah. about every year he he makes a trip and just a yeah. boatload of twenty to thirty pounders yeah oh. I was, mean
1: but for me in like a tournament. Spectre of it. If you're gonna fish a tournament series Fish the series. Fish the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't cop out and be like, Well mm-hmm. and then and it's not even that. Like just tell me that I don't know, and some of them did. They're like, I don't know how to fish for channel cats. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna go up there. Well I like, didn't know how
4: to, like, to fish for blues, right. but here exactly. I am. Well, well, it's <laughs> funny, to learn? It's, yeah. It's funny yeah. how
2: many people think a blue cat is just a big channel cat and they're not. There's crossover, don't get me wrong, but they are a different critter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, back when I was fishing with, uh, Jason, we were doing the Cabela's one. Um, we fished the, the classic or champ. I think it was a championship, whatever they called it. And I think that was out of Davenport. Um, and I'll give it Carl Morris, another amazing fisherman, fisherman. Mm -hmm. super nice guy. Um, taught, you know, one of them too. Like if you ask a question, he'll tell you what he's doing. Not, not going to lie to you. I'll give him props. He came up, he got, he got his butt whipped. Mm-hmm. And he's like,
4: took it with a grain of salt, he, yeah. moved on. He's well, like, you know, and
1: mm-hmm. I can say that I beat Carl Morris once.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: um, Might get a tattoo but, of it later. Yeah. Uh, so what
2: happens when you come to the Thunderdome? Right. <laughs> um,
1: but stuff it's like my house. yeah, stuff like that. But you know, it's like yeah, people props like you know, that's awesome. Yeah, good. But just little things like that stick out sometimes, and it's not that the other guys you know are bad people for not coming up. No, mm-hmm. I hundred percent get it.
3: But we could easily lose. They could totally beat us on our own home water. That's Tournament's the thing. One like fish it's not it's, yeah. not, it's not just because it's your or, home water. You yeah. know what you're doing. And the yeah. funny thing
1: on that Mississippi up here for like the big channel cats, you fish them the same way as the blues because they're they're the blue cat up
2: here. I mean, yes, you know, you they start, are. the apex still got flatheads doing yeah. their
1: things that you catch, but not in the current, and heavy current, yeah. well, heaviest current. My anchor up on the tip of a wing dam.
2: That's where they're at.
1: And you throw into the scour hole just like you would don't for Don't be giving and... all your tips away. <laughs> <laughs>
4: There's a lot of uh,
2: validity. You've got to gotta be able to do it also. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's a lot of validity to that statement because channel cats operate way different in waterways that have blue cats. Well, yeah, yeah they're yeah. on the menu. Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah.
3: Do you ever
2: think there'll be a time where people are making a living fishing tournaments for catfish?
3: I think they are somewhat. Well.
5: I think so. I shouldn't so. say they are right now, but well, maybe with sponsorships and stuff on the
2: side. <laughs> Is there anybody you know who just fishes tournaments for a living for catfish? Right now, like that's I don't their think job. So, because there's guys who fish bass tournaments for a living, there's guys who yeah. fish walleye tournaments for a living. I think right. you
3: could be with the fact that, um, like, you can have like a job like yours. You can work your YouTube or your social media and things like that where you don't physically go somewhere Monday through Friday. Yeah. So you have flexibility. But
2: but that's not...
3: But still not full time.
2: Right. Yeah. So,
3: but that gives people that leeway to get to all these tournaments, all these places over and over. Um, I mean, I guess I know like, christine fisher i think that's all she does but she's but kayaking, she's kayaking. it's not catfishing yeah. but
2: and then your overheads so low that's on true. a kayak versus a boat right? yeah, yeah. that's that yeah. true so it's not catfish so i, I really just don't, don't know if know. there's the the sponsor money yeah um, yeah. yeah
3: bass fishermen have thirty thousand sponsors yeah. per person like i just because so I mean, you pick up products. a boat
2: sponsor is a huge one <clears throat> and then you pick mm-hmm. up a tackle sponsor mm-hmm. that's who the big the other big one is whoever's going to pay your entry fees yeah yeah, yeah. Because your entry fees at those big ones are huge. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I just, I I think I can see it. And I think I could see it being something like a Christine Fisher. Mm -hmm. Somebody who basically dedicates their whole lives and Mm -hmm. is kind of frugal
5: mm-hmm. and
2: just basically any money they make goes right back into tournament fishing. Mm-hmm. But they it, also like
3: lived on, she lived on the road and all this stuff too. And somebody and so, who lives out of their vehicle. I mean, you, you're, you're yeah. giving up a lot to get a lot. So it just yeah. depends on what you want to do. So mm-hmm.
4: If comfort's not an issue, it can be done.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And you have to be really good.
3: But there has to be a <laughs> <Yeah>. tournament trail, <laughs> too. that, too, yes. There has to be a good tournament trail in order to do that.
2: There's, well, that, what is it, the Cat Masters? The Cat Masters, yeah. But They're they don't the have a ton trees. of tournaments, yeah. but the tournaments they have are Pretty big great. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: But, I mean, it can, I think it can be done. It's just, yeah, where you're at in your life if you can do it.
4: Yeah. So Or choose to. Yeah. You know, a lot of it's choices,
2: but. Mm-hmm. What is isn't? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I wouldn't
3: want to do that for a living. Yeah.
2: Not that, I wouldn't want to live Christine Fisher's lifestyle. And props to her for doing it. Mm -hmm. And Anybody who's listening, I'm not like, didn't write her biography or anything. But the (laughs) gist that I get is she travels around, basically lives out of her vehicle in a lot of instances. And Mm -hmm. spends minimal money to fish kayak tournaments. And then
5: she (laughs) crushes it in Mm -hmm.
2: the the kayak tournaments. Mm -hmm. Between that and sponsorship dollars, that's how she's making a living. So, Mm
5: -hmm.
2: But... Which is her dream, I'm sure. Or she wouldn't do it, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I hopefully she makes enough money where she doesn't have to live in a vehicle anymore. I think I'm, she's getting a home. And I'm all cheering for. I, <laughs> I listen to several podcasts with her on on yeah. them, and you know, you she's the type of person that I've from what i can tell through podcasts she's the type of person who just works on constant improvement and yeah. that's something yeah. that i really
5: look I've up to met her twice people. she's very cool
3: Good. I, I love her a lot someone definitely someone to look up to uh as far as girls go but then also just overall angler in the whole community so but she
2: puts her nose to the grindstone and gets after which <clears> is <throat> sweet yeah well do you guys have any what do you want to end on Mm. This is your last chance to talk about whatever you want to talk about.
3: Gosh, I don't know. You ready to go hiking? Yes.
2: (laughs) Did you stretch, Troy?
1: (laughs) There's time for that. I do believe I should drink a lot more water because I'm still dehydrated from the night before. That's probably a good idea.
4: (laughs) How'd last night go? We haven't really mentioned that. I'm sure that's usually a good time. Your get-togethers are... The Whisker Seeker barbecue. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Very good food and... Yeah, Matt cooked us up some good stuff. So
2: the really food good. was
1: amazing.
3: Just a and chill night, relaxing, and
2: I have two turkey legs in the fridge that I'm gonna devour here shortly. <laughs> uh, I, nice.
1: I have two in the cooler that are gonna go in my backpack when we get to <laughs> nice. camp. Those are gonna get cooked over the fire tonight. Nice. Got to um,
3: hear about some new products coming. Mm-hmm. Sweet. But I don't know cool. to cool. end. Cool. I guess like if you want to follow us, we each have our own Instagram page, and then we also have Jumbo Mafia and
1: you're better off what's your instagrams
3: on uh <laughs> his would be catfish hunter and then mine's just i think amy amy opal and then Smith follow and you Houston? on facebook
1: out uh troy hansen amy on, hansen. on facebook yeah. um i'm not great on the instagram thing and i think it's catfish hunter 82
3: they'll find you if yeah. they just type your name
5: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah let's well i guess real quick like big fish what uh what are your what are your top three big catfish blues channels and
3: so i just recently bumped last summer a 72 pounder blue nice um got a 35 pound if we want
2: to talk about ratio of fish size to body weight you have everyone (laughs)
3: destroyed i'm 110 yeah, five foot two. <laughs> um,
1: the, the picture of her laying down, you know, holding it and all that. I'm like, we gotta get a picture of that thing laying at the bottom of the boat. And you laying next to it. Yeah. It's it's about the size of her. I well <laughs> a beluga
2: whale. What's the, next the, to the me? ratio? I'll, I'll figure. It. Keep talking. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <up. laughs> He's doing math over uh, here.
3: My flathead is only 35 pounds. I've caught it twice now, so I'm. Oh, whole... that's a great fish. Well, that's yeah, it's fish. out of a kayak, yeah. so that was very cool. That but awesome. I need to upgrade that hopefully soon, and then channel cat caught a 29 pound channel cat last year um out of the kayak out of the kayak and then i caught a 58 inch sturgeon just had to throw that one out there
2: nice i'd have to i mean this is approximately sturgeons i'd have to catch 130 plus to be in the ballpark Four. of your 70 as far as body weight
3: well there you go there's your goal for the year yeah, thank you <laughs>
5: Yep. Uh,
4: I like your uh, kayak short videos that you put on where you're getting towed by the boat. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have a pedal drive or a trolley motor, so
1: she wants a kayak to go kayak fishing, but I have to drag her all over the lake.
4: Well, yeah, get boat. me to
1: the general area, I'm and like, then I will go fish. I'm like, you know, that's what you have a
4: paddle. You're for. You're missing right? some <laughs> of the, the no, best part of the experience. No,
3: no. the suck. The last, <laughs> the last trip we just took. Where did my paddle go, Troy?
1: Uh, well, half of it was with us. The other half was on the side of the road. So a
3: he mile, had to tell me a mile yeah. down. Yeah, I didn't. I was any. up creek without a paddle. <laughs> Hell
2: yeah! Well, thank you two very much for agreeing yes. to do the podcast. This was kind of rushed. This happened at seven a.m. before yes. us. The heat wave came through when you're gonna go hiking. You'll you'll get plenty of it still, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, if you want to support the podcast, what's the big things like? Leave a review on iTunes. Yeah, leave a good review on iTunes. Share it with your friends. Share it with your grandma. Share it with whoever. I don't care. But
4: yeah, get pre- it out
2: there. Yep, I'd really appreciate that. If you, other ways you can get some sweet sunglasses, Waterland sunglasses promo code RC15, uh, badass fire starters, the Bigfoot bushcraft. Promo code Spencer Bauer. And uh, I think that's it. That's about it. Just uh, send us some messages. Let us know what you think. Uh, give
4: us some topic ideas that you want us to touch on.
2: We've gotten some good ones lately, so keep them coming. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, appreciate everybody who took time thank to listen. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you. Thank, thank you, guys. And yeah. hope everybody catches a giant.
0: now in waypoint tv's 2023 series showdown your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head to head visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from element outdoors cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned get in the game and vote in the series showdown presented by expedition enterprises and vote trader only at waypointtv.com waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment